The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Did you ever doubt, and I, I know you're obviously, have, you've um, an amazingly decorated career, but did you mm-hmm. ever doubt your own ability because of your diabetes? Were, was there ever days where you thought like, oh, this is, this is too much? Yeah, I suppose when that's this, this is probably with regards to um, competing and winning. Like when you win a world championship, you only ever want to win another world championship. You don't want to, nobody sets out to get silver or bronze or not get a medal or not get awarded in any competition. So I suppose if I got beaten, you'd be analyzing why that happened. And all of it for me would have came in did I get beaten because I'm type one and I'm at, I'm at a disadvantage to somebody else because I have this. But then I would never let that be the reason. I would assume that the person worked harder than I did in order to achieve the win. So, but yeah, it would be, would have been a factor that kind of would have been on the checklist. Okay. Well, why did I not win? Tick, tick, tick. But I wouldn't have blamed, I wouldn't have blamed it. Now, in saying that, would other people have thought that I didn't win because, as in my family or my friends or my coaches, did they think that the reason I would have lost was because of type one or the fact that I, when I first won a world championship, I didn't have it and then I did have it then uh, subsequently after that? Um, my parents wouldn't have. Maybe maybe my coaches. They, it was never brought up with me, no. So I don't think so, but maybe. Was there <laughs> was there an element of you wanting to prove to people that I was diagnosed with this condition at 19, this is life-changing, but despite that, I'm going to come back and I'm going to win multiple yeah. world championships. Would, did that give you yeah. more of a drive? Yeah, it probably did because I wouldn't want anyone to think that I was disadvantaged. And then if they did think that, then I was definitely going to prove them wrong. But then I'm like that in life anyway. Like I'd, I'd love the challenge and I love, the, I love if someone thinks you can't do something, that would just make me work harder to prove them wrong. That's, it's, a, it's a good way to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. It's, a, it's a good way to be. 
Now, when you were talking about how, obviously, as I can kind of relate to when you're guessing about your blood sugars because you don't have a CGM on. Mm. From what I remember when I was playing football prior to a CGM was I always knew that my bloods were inclined to come down with extended periods of cardio. So if I was training or playing a match, I knew inevitably my bloods are going to drop down at some stage. Mm. So I suppose the first, the first kind of, few months getting back into football with it I was super cautious about going low so I would always treat a hypo before it even happened before training Mm. before a match and then obviously as a result of that that's going to lead to massive highs yeah yeah how did you Um, you prepare for a, a big fight probably something similar I'd be afraid that I was going to drop and I would you'd you feel the symptoms of a low more so than you feel them of a high so I would never ever wanted to feel that in a fight so something similar I would have let myself probably go a little high so that I wouldn't have dropped and it wasn't that it probably was at the time I didn't think it was because I was afraid of going low but looking back on it now it was because I didn't want to go low and then be affected in a fight so I would have let myself go a little high and then worried about it later like we were chatting about briefly before I started recording, we were talking about how diabetes is that constant in your, in your head, mm. in your life. And mm. when you're diagnosed, it's almost like you open another consciousness in your mind where mm. it's, it's something that never, it never turns into a subconscious because you're always thinking about it. You're always thinking, where are my blood sugars? I need to do this. I need to do that. How will this impact me? Was there ever a mm-hmm. split second or a moment in a big fight where diabetes kind of was the forefront of your head and you, you weren't concentrating as much as you should have been on the fight? No, I, the fight is literally between two and three minutes. So I'm based over either one, two or three rounds. So within, I suppose, 20 minutes, if you're having a big fight and you're being brought down for finals, that kind of like a fair finals for world championships or something like that, you'd only kind of be away from, you zone out for literally 15, 20 minutes. And even though diabetes is always at the forefront of our minds and we're constantly thinking about it, when I was competing, I didn't let that come in you'd literally be in this zone of fighting and nothing else would be in your head. So you'd be, I'd, have te- I'd have tested and made sure I was where I needed to be on a higher side. I remember te- like uh, the last World Championship I fought, that was five years, four, five, four years ago. And I remember testing and I was just 8.2 before I was going in to get warmed up. So... I was happy at that, knowing I was a little bit on the, on the little higher side of in range, but I knew I wasn't low enough to be going low. I, as in, I wasn't going in there at fours or well, fours or fives, knowing that everything now that's going to happen and how my body's going to be processing everything or could, I could drop. I knew I, I wouldn't be. It was something I didn't need to worry about. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.